Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Back on the fan, this is the Tiki and Tierney Show. Giants, welcome back. Welcome back from hell. Welcome back from the abyss. Welcome back from the darkness that has permeated your world for far too long. And this is how it sounded. Final score, Philadelphia Eagles 22, the Giants 16. Onward and upward. The playoffs for the Giants begin next weekend, either Saturday, Sunday, or Monday night. In Minnesota against the Vikings. Yeah, it was before he obviously knew what was going down, and they're going to play on Sunday at 4.30 out in Minnesota. Uh, listen, Bob Pop, of course, here on the fan. Carl Banks, part of the broadcast team. Awesome. It's it's just it's tremendous. I didn't even know this. A quick little aside. So I was driving to baseball practice. I have the Giants on, mm-hmm. right? Just right before they start the game. And I'm recording at home, so when I get back, I'll, I'll rewind it. And because I'm never in my car at the start of a Jets or Giants game. And if I am, I don't listen. I'll put music on because I want to watch it and, yeah. you know, kind of without being spoiled. So I've never really heard the start of a game. And I didn't know that Bob, this is awesome. Bob Papa, right as he is getting ready the opening kick, he's all right. So if you want to sync up your radio, your TV with the radio, I will say start or some sort of code word because <laughs> I guess there's a little delay, obviously. Yeah. And that's when when you can do it. So whenever <laughs> I say whatever the word is, yeah. just hit play on your TV. How awesome! Is it? So you know, wait, you should know the answer. Yeah, I think it's just like here's the when I say here's the kickoff and here's the kick or whatever it is. Is that what it is? That, yeah, he just kind of sets it up in advance so that you can like press play, unpause it or whatever, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. Look, look it up because we have to be on delay for the for the radio, of course, and the TV's in delay, so there's just really no way to sync it up perfect. But he does uh-huh. sync it up. So uh, listen, finally. In totality, at least for the regular season, everything's synced up for the Giants. Welcome back. Just yeah, an awesome no, season so exciting far. exciting for the Giants. They didn't play anybody, which I, you can't even talk about the consequence of until we see what happens in Minnesota. I think they're going to be ready to play. I don't think the getting the play of the, I don't know, the preseason week in week 18 is going to affect them really because, I mean, let's be honest, all the people that didn't play were Daniel Jones and Saquon and just some injured players, Dexter Lawrence on the defensive side, and Aziz Ojolari, and there's one other one. Um, or Dory didn't play, right? Dory, da- Dory did not Dory play. Dory Jackson didn't play. So did you said Dexter Lawrence? I did. Other okay. than that, like it, it kind of was the same team. And mm-hmm. it's, I mean, they frustrated the heck out of the Eagles. The Eagles, you could say, dominated the game um, because it never felt like the Giants were going to win. But their defense made stops. They gave up yards. Same thing they did all season long. Ben, don't break. Uh, give up some plays, but ultimately force you to kick field goals. And that's winning football. So in some ways, uh, with Davis Webb as the quarterback, and a, a token start for Davis Webb, 
Uh, obviously, uh, Brian Dable taking care of his dude. Uh, Davis Webb getting a touchdown and, you know, actually looking good in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Giants frustrated the Eagles on a, on a game that they had to win. So the Eagles were playing to win it, and the Giants played well enough to to cover, which was, you know, they could have covered, you know, half of what the, the line was. I think it ended up being 16 and a half. Um, but I, I give the Giants a lot of credit uh, with this season in total, finishing 9-7-1. and one. Nobody ever would have thought that this season would have ended this way, and much less being in the postseason with a chance to win. And as you start thinking about going forward with the New York Giants. It's not, hey, yeah, yeah, we're happy to be here. You can hear some people say, yeah, you know, the rest is gravy. Mm. Forget that. I mean, they can beat the Minnesota Vikings, who are you know, paper, you know, North champions at 13-4. and four. They are one of the few teams that have ever won double-digit games that have a negative point dif- differential. They're negative point mm. differential, which is crazy to think about. Um they're good. They can run away from you at times, but they also can get beat by anybody. So I'm I'm optimistic as a Giant fan going into uh, Minnesota next weekend. Controlled environment. It's indoor. Yes. Yeah, maybe two degrees outside, but in the dome, it's going to be 68 or whatever the heck they keep it at. You were just there. Perfect. You feel pretty at home. Exactly. Just you, played pretty well. You, you know it. Uh, even Vegas is giving you a lot of uh, uh, credibility here. Only laying three points. I mean, only getting three points, yep. um, which is basically the home field advantage. Uh, if, you, if you if you subscribe to you know what the usual metrics are for away teams, I, I'm excited if I'm the Giants. I couldn't have I couldn't have scripted it any better in Week One than where they are right now. No, no. I mean, listen, and there is. <laughs> Giant fans still would have taken it. Don't get me wrong, as as would I. But you know, if they would have like backdoored in, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that they beat the Commanders when they had to, whatever that was, a month or yeah. so ago, you know, the fact that they just smacked the Colts team and just took their soul at home uh, when they had to, like it, it does reinforce that that the progress is is palpable. It's like real. There's, yeah, yeah. And there's no. It's real. Now, the only thing I don't love, I don't love this, and I understand why you would write this, and I get it. It's an interesting angle. I didn't read the article yet, so I, I want to be fair about that. I saw the the, yeah. the headline this morning on the New York Post um, website online. And the headline was something along the lines of, you know, now Daniel Jones needs to do what Eli did. Okay, now, okay, <laughs> hold on a second. Right, come Daniel on, man. Jones. So, Eli, when he beat the Bucks and the Cowboys and the Packers and the Patriots in succession to win his first Super Bowl, you know, he had a mighty tumor. Uh, he had he had some like he had veteran yeah. receivers out there. Yeah, I mean it's that is not fair to Daniel. We're gonna already start that thread. Maybe had Plax go burst. Come on, he had Plax, and that and Plax went bonkers up in Green Bay. Of course he did. He went bonkers had, that game. Did he have like ten or eleven cat? I gotta check the box. I think he went crazy that day. Now the running game is similar. I gotta check the box the, score. The from Giants that are fourth in rushing this year. I think they were second in rushing that year. Rushed for over 2,000 yards as a team. Yeah, with uh, Jacobs and Bradshaw. And, yep, and uh, and and Derek Ward. So they had yeah, the three-headed right. monster. Ward too. And so, I mean, I, I, I can't co-sign that. I no, think I that, agree. I it's think that Daniel tough. Jones has lifted this team in ways that a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL would not have been able to do. I think his poise and the way that he carries himself sp- speaks for itself. But also, he's damn good. So, I'm not. I'm not looking at this postseason saying if Daniel Jones underperforms and I'm not paying him. It's not. He's not the guy for the. I, I can't say that, right? If he goes out and throws two interceptions, and yeah, you'd be disappointed. But I still believe that he's the guy for the Giants going forward. So do there's, I. There's no uh, way I can. There's nothing that's going to change my mind. What happens in Minnesota? And by the way, 
I don't think he's going to play bad Minnesota. No, I expect him to play well. The defense is one of the worst pass defenses in football. So I, I think Daniel Jones can thrive. I think he will thrive. And, you know, whether or not he becomes the legend that Eli is, it's it's not even part of the conversation for me. Listen, even the old-timers have bad games. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say he was, to ha- he was to have a really bad game. You know, a couple of picks, a couple of turnovers, Giants lose, they get smoked, and they lose by multiple scores. I agree with you. It still doesn't change the way I perceive him yeah. and what I believe he's going to mean to this team moving forward. Plexico Burris, that game, 11 receptions. For 151. Who do you light up? Al Harris? Probably Al Harris was the opposing corner, right? Anyway, when you have Plex and you have Toomer running routes, no disrespect to the Giants are trotting out there. It's a little bit of an unfair ask for Daniel Jones. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But he's here and nobody saw this coming. And props to him. Props to the Giants. And it's going to be a lot of fun getting ready for this game. 877-337-6666. Mark is down in Annapolis, Maryland. He's got us up on the free Odyssey app. What's happening, Mark? Hey guys, how you doing? Thanks What's for up? my call. Okay. I wanted to make the case for why you get rid of Sala. And I think he's a nice guy. So is Rex Ryan. So is Todd Bowles. Some defensive coordinators are great at defensive coordinating, and they should stay in their lane. But to start, anyone who thinks GM Joe Douglas should go is out of their mind. They knew that it would be probably upwards of a five-year project based on how badly Mike McCagna destroyed that roster. But on the Sala... The problem I have with this guy is when Zach Wilson went five and two, the rumor was they went five and two despite you know in spite of Zach Wilson. I would say you could say they went five and two in spite of Robert Sala. You got a team that's six and three, then seven and four. They've got to win two of six games to probably make the playoffs. Yep. Six weeks in a row, it's either bad game planning, bad preparation. Or bad coach on the side. I don't know. I don't care what you call it. That's inexcusable. And for him to, before this game, say this game against the Dolphins, we're treating it like a championship. Well, thank God they didn't go to the Super Bowl because that would have been embarrassing for them. So if they're not going to get rid of him because you can't trade up, you can't get Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh, I think in those instances, makes perfect sense to get rid of him. If it's nothing more than a lateral move or a retread, maybe you hang on to him for another year, give him a break. But the OC's got to go. And then even the defensive coordinator, the defense was very good. They got pressure with just their four linemen, but they had one of the best secondaries coverage-wise in the league. He never blitzed. He never did anything with any kind of creativity. So across the board coaching staff, I can't think of one game where you could say the Jets outcoached the work. All right. We, yeah. we dropped a little bomb there, which is uh, I understand, yeah. but uh, you can't do it on the radio. Yeah, Got it, no, I mean, he, he's right. I, I didn't even think about it. You know, when was the game that he outcoached? I didn't see any. May, maybe Pittsburgh? Maybe. Why? Just because, no, I can't even say that because no. that, that was Zach's first game back, right? Uh huh. And Zach played pretty well. They had, you know, 250 yards rushing. They did turn the ball over a couple times, but mate, mate, I can't even say Miami. Green Bay. Green Bay, you were at that game. Did Green Bay feel like it was an out-coached job? No. I mean, they won significantly, but Green Bay was a shell of what they ultimately, you know, became as the season went on. Still had Brees Hall, too. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, you know, to be fair. No. Now, I I, listen, when you win, you win. Mm -hmm. When you lose, you lose. I think it's almost unfair to start – 
you know, oh, did he? Did they win this game because he outcoached? I mean, there, there's just so many layers to that. Things that we do know, some things we don't know. It's too much of an extrapolation. I want to be fair to Robert yeah. Sala. But all, here's what I know. You lost two home games down the stretch. One's a playoff team, barely the Jaguars. The other team barely did not make it. It's not like you lost to the Chiefs and, the, yeah. I don't know, the 49ers and back-to-back. Not that those teams are bad. Uh, the, the Lions and the Jaguars are actually ascending. But you didn't lose to Powers at home. And then, you know, three straight games, no touchdown. And I know that he's not an offensive guy. Solid, he's a defensive background, which leads me to the question I've asked all day. And I've yet to get a satisfactory answer. Really, I've got no answer. What is his greatest asset? And I'm going to ask I'm going to ask Hoff on the air mm-hmm. because what Hoff told me we're talking before the show, right? And I asked him the same question, and I said, "What's what's his greatest asset?" And he said he inspires players. I said, "You, you can't tell me that when you lose six straight, seven of eight to finish the season, yeah. and you score no touchdowns. Yeah. That, that doesn't fly." So I'm going to ask you on the air there, my boy. Why? Well, what also, does he do well? What's I also his best preface asset? what the, what the first thing I said was defense. The defense okay. played. I'm sorry. We disagree here. Yeah. Defense played phenomenal this year. Uh, well, the defense played very well. Phenomenal is when you turn the other team over. How many sacks did they get yesterday? I understand. They one. I get that, but you're. But they didn't have. They okay. They pressured the quarterback. They they may bend. They don't break often. They have moments, but that's. If you're going to take 15 plays throughout the whole season and say, look how bad they were on this one play. Yeah. They well, gave up 70 yards once. Yeah, but the, overall, the defense was the only reason why they were in games. Oh, and if they, the defense was like this bad, they'd be picking first overall. No, I, I listen, by the way, I don't want to debate something I yes. largely agree with you on. The defense was the best part of the team, no question. And that's, that's Salah. I okay, think that's so more that's, Salah oh, so than that's your, Okay, okay so that's your, fair enough. So when I ask you what, what's his greatest asset, you can't just say defense. How would you frame it? What about like what did he do? I'm I'm legitimately asking. I mean, I think that he is the again. I've watched what he did in San Francisco mm-hmm. with a depleted team and and how with some of the best players not being available and still being creative enough to make a team be an elite defense. I think he put together a team after last year suffering, mm-hmm. being terrible, being one of the worst defenses in the league. He's found a way to improve. Uh, the schemes on defense. Okay, I, I, I would agree with that. And I would also say that, you know, if you're an offensive coach and you're hired, you better have a good offense. Mm-hmm. If you're a defensive coach, you better have a good defense. So I'm not in the business of being unfair. I'm going to grant you that. Check. What else? Well, then there we go to the, I think he's motivated. <laughs> I think, I, think uh, I, I do. I, I Okay, uh, what else does he do well? He's an Aaron Boone-like figure as far as a head coach that can step in front of a mic and for the most part even though we downright I don't think we believe everything he says he comes off as okay I I, I understand when he speaks to the media when he yeah, speaks he to can, us he, can, I, I, he communicates it clearly yes okay great so that's his second greatest asset he is a clear communication communicator put him on TV if that's the case that might be his next now, job. Here's my question, though. I'm saying that <laughs> you know flippantly he's got a long career in front of him you know in the NFL I don't know if it's going to be here whatever who knows? But I heard him yesterday because I always watch SNY with those guys. I think mm-hmm. they do a nice job. I love, love to watch the post game show, and I, and I love to get the real time locker room reaction. And when he was asked about Lafleur, and admittedly, it's a tough spot. It's your boy. You don't want to throw anybody under the bus. I do respect that. But even the way he's like, I've got to go back to my process. Mm. Well, what the hell does it talk to us like we're human beings? My process. Hey, come on, man. Like, I have no time for that. Your process? Well, the process didn't yield a touchdown for three. He's the OC. 
what do you have to process about the process except that it was completely ineffective when it needed to be most effective? There's a complete zero. What process? Talk to us like a human. It's all covering I don't know why up. That bothered me. Yeah. It's it's all well, covering up for Zach Wilson. At this point, all you're doing is listening to him try to explain away like what happened. And look, he apologized. Oh, we well, let this one get away. Whatever. Yeah, I respect said. that. No, he, he made up too. with that. That's, that's fine. And he's and he's not. He's he's right to do that, but yep, yep. it doesn't make you feel any better. No, it doesn't. Teak, I'm going to be solid here. We look alike. <laughs> we got to work on that tan yesterday down in South Beach. Oh, thank God I canceled that trip. <laughs> um, ask me, ask me uh, about the OC. Uh, this uh, is how you. This is how you. This is how you uh, answer Coach like Solo, a human being. Uh, season ended uh, pretty abruptly. It's it sucked after six game straight losses. Mm-hmm. Offense was anemic. Fifteen points in the last three games. Uh, what's your plans going forward with the offensive coordinator? Listen, guys, I understand you got a job to do here. I understand we we've struggled offensively, but I'm going to go home. I'm just going to. Let this marinate. I'm going to do some thinking, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to make the best decision for the New York Jets. Do you think Jets. he deserves to be the offensive coordinator for the New York Jets next year? I'm going to evaluate everything. Yeah. I think. I, here, let me when when you lose six straight games, no one's happy, mm. and everything's got to be examined. I'm going to leave it at that. What Thank about, you, man. What, I have to go. What about his? Uh, I appreciate his lack that. Thanks, of development Rich. of Zach. Uh, Thanks, Rich. Wilson. <laughs> Rich Samini. <laughs> oh, I'm Rich Samini. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> All right, Rich, I got it, Rich. I got it. But you know, thanks for again, asking. See ya. It's the kind of thing, admittedly, when things go awry, everything bothers you. Of course. You know, like everything bothers you. Like when Yankee fans are ticked off at Aaron Boone, and, and I've been said this, like, how come you stand in the same spot all game? You know, like little things that when you're winning and it's nine to two, you don't mind that he's standing there. And when the Jets are six and three, seven and four. You don't mind the delivery of certain things, but when you finish the way you finish, I don't want to hear about process. Yeah, you know, this is not some, I don't know, some medical laboratory where we're where we're. Spl- I don't know. Give me some medical terminology. <laughs> Make me sound smart here. Where I'm trying to, con- I don't know, whatever I'm doing with yeah. the with the microscope, whatever. It's just football. Yeah, and I understand that. Yes, it is a process, but we don't want to hear it at this point. It's not going to work. None of their quarterbacks had over 2,000 yards rushing. Six touchdowns, five touchdowns, three touchdowns. And Braxton Berrios was in the conversation with one. Yeah, Braxton Berrios did nothing this year. Yeah. Nothing. He had a rough year. He had a really yeah. rough year. But he did throw a touchdown. He did. He did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't, mean to be, I don't mean to be laughing at your team. But it, the reality. But, but, but you're mocking but us I, a little I, bit. But what you're no, doing the reality here. is it's, they're in a tough spot. Because how are you satisfying everything. And I think you just answer. You talk very honestly to us. I think that's yeah. how you do it. And maybe there's danger in being too candid, yeah, you know, but too you, transparent, but, but I'd take be. that chance. With with a fault, like a, a, a falling down uh-huh. like they had at the end of the season, you almost have to be. You can't try to make an excuse. Exactly. Oh, well, this happened. Oh, we got this guy hurt. Oh, we got this guy. Ah, come on. We don't, want to, we don't care. We don't care. Yeah, maybe if it's two or three, maybe. Mm-hmm. But six in, a, six in a row and seven out of eight? Nah. That's just, that's, nah. That's, that's, that's not explainable away. Yep. Sanchez gets hit. The ball is loose, and it's alive. And then going into the end zone is Steve Gregory. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And it was the backside of Brandon Moore. To knock the ball out. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, it's uh, 1126. It is the Tiki and Tierney Show. What's happening? Uh, we got Joe B. <laughs> Joe Beningo coming up in 15 minutes. Buckle in for that lunacy. 
Uh, Wednesday, this will be a lot of fun. I'm going to have to take the trip out there, even though Giant fans might not welcome me <laughs> in. Of course they They think will. I slight their team. No, they don't. Uh, Wednesday, Tiki, Carl Banks, and Bob Papa will be at the Blue Ale House in Riverdale, New Jersey. Riverdale, pardon me. Riverdale, New Jersey, 7 to 9 p.m. Doing a little Giants-Vikings preview, having a little fun. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. It'll be fun. Nice. I haven't been to the Blue Ale House. I feel like I've... I almost went with Tracy, but it's 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 like a little bit too far mm-hmm. to be like a pop in place. I don't know. Is that out towards Basking Ridge? Where yeah, is Rivervale? I, don't, it's I not, know Rivervale, where I play golf, actually with Beningo. No, I think it's Riverdale. I mean, ri- wait, wait. Yeah, you're right. It is Riverdale. There's, there's, well, I know Riverdale, New York. I don't know Riverdale, New Jersey that I, well. Yeah, I don't. I lived in Riverdale, New York, because it's the Bronx. And yeah, yeah. My kids were at I don't know, uh, not even what am I saying? London Day Schools. When my younger kids went to school, they were at uh, Riverdale Country Day School, and uh, so I, I moved up there when I got divorced. It's a nice little area. Absolutely, but Riverdale, New Jersey. I'm not. I don't know exactly where it is. So we know Riverdale, New York. We know Rivervale, New Jersey. Yeah. We don't know Riverdale, New Jersey. Yeah. But I suspect you'll find it by Wednesday because you have to be there. Oh, yeah. All definitely. Right. That's going to be awesome. That's 7 to 9 on Wednesday. As I said, Beningo in about 15 minutes. His usual Monday spot, 877-337-6666. How about Pete and Fort Lee on the fan? What's happening, Pete? Good morning, gentlemen. What's up, Pete? Um, I know Tiki was talking about, um, you know, the you don't want – an NFL organization to keep having new coaches, but you just look right across at the giants and you see how many coaches they went through. Yeah. And you know, when you, when you see, when, when you see, you got to believe your eyes, when you see it, you know, if he's not going to be the guy, you need to move on, whether it's one year, two years, three years or whatever it is, when you know, he's not the guy you need to move on and not say, well, you know, we got to stick with him because he's only been here for two years. You know, you can't just, go along to get along. Yeah, no, I I don't disagree with that. And you bring up, you know, the good points with the Giants. Like, we kind of knew very early McAdoo wasn't the guy, even though he's a good coach. I'm not knocking Ben McAdoo as a coach because as a coordinator, I think he's always been pretty good. In fact, he was – look what he did with Sam Darnold these last couple of weeks in Carolina where he's now the coordinator. So he's a good coach. He just wasn't ready to be the head coach. Pat Shermer was – I don't know. He's a good offensive mind um, but the head coaching left a lot to be desired, and I like Pat. In fact, he reached out right right when he first got the job, and I thought he was going to do have success, and it just kind of fell apart. And I think it was because honestly, they had too many too many offensive voices, and you know, developing a young quarterback cost him his job, or not being able to keep developing a young quarterback cost him his job. And Daniel Jones, and then Joe Judge, you know, we know what his issue was. He just he knew everything in the room. He talked his way out of it, out of the job. And so you just know when you know. And I don't think the Jets are at that point. I don't think they're at the, yeah, we know this guy isn't the guy. I think they need some adjustments and they need some, I don't know, just an infusion of an, a great offensive play caller to go with a defense that's gotten really good. And maybe they can find their way with Robert Sala's head coach. But it's, it's just a lot of evaluating that's got to take place. Let's stay in Manhattan. John is on the Fan Tiki and Tierney Show. What's going on, John? Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Okay, What's up, John. Uh, my first uh, point is with Sala. I totally agree with you guys. I think he completely mishandled. I mean, it's your job, as, uh, Tiki, as you know, as a, as a coach, is to put the right guys in position. I think Lafleur is a horrible offensive coordinator. There was nothing to do with the offense. It was it was so stale. They did nothing each week. They should have done more to get Gary Wilson the ball. But what bothers me or worries me is Joe Douglas because. 
when he had to make a decision, he didn't make the right one. In his first draft, he went with Mekhi Becton as number one, and then Denzel Mims. I wouldn't went with Becton. He's six seven, too big. He's he's a flashy guy, good but not durable, obviously, as we can see. Yeah. And then in the second draft, he took Wilson. I didn't see anything, and I went back and looked at this guy's highlights after I saw the way he played, and I didn't see anything that made me think that this guy was an NFL quarterback. Mm. And he's good. He's made some good moves in the off season. He brought yeah. some good guys. In yeah, there, free but, agency was great. But but also for every one move he's made. I don't think he's done anything. The offensive line was, was horrible. Braxton Barrios is terrible. I mean, he keeps holding on to guys. And it's just, I think with Sauce and, um, and Garrett Wilson, everybody knew how good those. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Guys were going to be. But we had to make the tough decision. Well, well hold on. Well, John, hold on. One. John, yes, yes and no. Um, because Sauce was not the first corner taken, mm-hmm. number one. You're right. And Garrett Wilson wasn't the first receiver taken. He was the second. Mm-hmm. So let's be fair. Agreed. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Because you said but everybody knew how, but not everybody. But but go ahead. Right. And, and listen, he and he's made some he's made some good moves. But let me ask you a question, Tiki. You'd know this. Yeah. What happens during practice? How did they not? I mean, how did they not see throughout the week that? I mean, were they just was, with there, Zach? was just he throwing with Zach? Like, why don't they see? Like, he wasn't able but, to. But make, but John, was able to make I think. Good thro- but John, I think they did see. I think we we started to hear this. Um, I guess it was the Mike White, the Chicago game, where I forgot who was calling the game, but whoever was calling the game talked about how you know at practice Zach looked lost, and so all the things that we were seeing as fans on Sundays, it it, it wasn't surprising to those guys in that locker room. That's why they were. Lo- that's why he was losing the team. Because you're still throwing this guy out there who all week doesn't look like he knows what he's doing, yet you're going to go play him on Sundays. And so I, I remember hearing this specifically from a couple of common, uh, team broadcast teams. They called those Jet games saying, yeah, the coaches and the players are talking about how bad Zach was in practice. So they did see it, but they were starting him anyways because they have to develop him. I mean, the best way to develop a young quarterback is to give him time. And sometimes it sucks for the team. Right, I, I, we talk about with Eli all the time his first year, but eventually he figured it out, especially coming down the stretch. And then obviously that next year in '05, he was really he was really good. Uh, so I, I like there's a formula for it, 
and there's a there's a level of acceptance of mediocrity, but this Jets team was so ready to win, they just couldn't accept that mediocrity, and it caused Robert Sala to make some bad decisions as it pertained to his quarterback, um, including you know Joe Flacco starting before Mike White got the chance, and then Joe Flacco starting again. Which brings me back to this question. And i got to ask you this, BT, about Joe Flacco. Okay. I know we're going to have Joe B here in a second. He can, he can opine on this as well. Why are you so upset that Joe Flacco's kid was wearing a Miami Dolphins jersey? Why does that upset okay, you okay, so much? Okay, now, first, let, let me get complete and clear separation. This has nothing to do with the child. No. Okay, well, no. But, yeah, I don't want to be misconstrued. You are the quarterback of the New York Jets. Okay, but is he a Jet? Is who a Jet? Joe Flacco. Yes. Like, do you see him as a Jet? It doesn't matter what I see him as. He was the starting quarterback literally for the New York Jets. Yes, but I don't so see yes, him he as is a the, Jet. So, yes, he is a Jet. I, there, there was a caller that called in the Boomer and Geo, and he said, you know, Joe Flacco is just the latest mercenary I quarterback. I heard that call. And he, he's right. Great. But he's still wearing green and white or black and whatever the hell colors they wore yesterday. <laughs> yeah, sure. That don't match. But, but he doesn't. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> I know. That's a it's weird funny, combo, you know, When man. the game started, I was like, which team is the That's a weird I, combo. I think weird. Flacco wears those uniforms. Yeah. So whatever he plays, he's wearing that. No, listen. I just think it's I think it's disrespectful. And I think it's really but symbolic. Why disrespectful? Okay, let me get, let me. Okay. I know it's not the same. I'll give you an example. So I was up in Providence this weekend doing St. John's and the Friars. Okay. You know that, right? Yes. So it was my son's birthday, and to culminate the week, I said, you know what? You're going to come on your first road trip with Dad. Yeah. Take a ride up there. Stay in the team hotel. We're going to go watch the game. Good seats, blah, blah, blah. Another tough loss for the Giants, by the way. Oh, God, jeez. Imagine if, yeah, I know. Imagine if I showed up, or more specifically, he showed up. Wearing a Billy Donovan vintage <laughs> Providence jersey. Or they're playing UConn at the Garden, you know, which is, I think, in two weeks or so on a Friday night we're doing the game. And he's wearing a Ray Allen UConn jersey. Yeah. I am, no, again, I'm not the quarterback. I get it. Yeah. But I, I am an extension of St. John's. How disrespectful would that be? I okay. wouldn't let it happen. But, if, but let's say that you had spent your most of your life calling... Seton Hall game. Okay. And all, and all of a sudden, you're just calling the St. John's game because ah, they couldn't find anybody else. BT's great. Let's get BT to come up there. Uh, he still doesn't wear a, uh, <laughs> still doesn't wear the jersey. I, I, it's, I know that you're a former player. I know that you process this differently than me. I've learned to respect that and understand that about you a long time ago. I just ago. don't understand who but you're trust mad me at. when I who tell you. Who are you mad at? Like, I'm I, mad at Joe Flacco. Why? <laughs> because he didn't wear the jersey. Jets jersey. <laughs> I actually think it was Joe. I think it was Joe Flacco's dad. Because I will say, Boomer's right. Like, Joe's getting ready for the game. Joe's yeah. preparing. He's in the team hotel. It was Joe Flacco's dad. I don't want to make this personal. Please don't make me the bad guy I'm here not, pointing out I'm who just, messed I'm up. Just, I'm just un- trying but to understand. But Joe Flacco's dad thought it was okay to walk into an opposing stadium with the jersey of the team that his son's about to play? What are you, it just doesn't make any sense. I, I mean, please stop debating me I'm on this. I'm not debating you this. I'm just, I'm just trying to understand just give it. me this one. Take the L, who, Joe. Who we're supposed to. So if I'm listening to this. And I'm a fan yeah. of the Jets. Who am I mad at? Joe Flacco. But why? Because he didn't make him take it off. <laughs> I mean, his kids, I mean, you're not gonna like rip it off the his, kids. His you know, kids a fan of Tyreek. I understand that the fandom is differently these days because the kids play all the games and they've got. You could be a Nick fan, but you have a Curry jersey, you have a Giannis jersey. I understand it's different. I mean, did, I understand that. Like when I was growing up, all I had was a starter jacket, Knicks. I hated every other team. Yeah, I know it's different. I understand that. It's very different. He, he, but it's not that different. Where you should walk into a stadium. This is not about the little boy. This is about Joe and his dad. 
if I've got to be specific, where you allow the kid to wear a jersey of the opposing team. It's just fundamentally Dude, wrong. You, you got these, Period. You got the. You pl- can ask me a million times. You got the. Pl- That's my answer. You got the players out there being like, "Hey, man, can I get your jersey?" Uh huh. Right. Great. I, like, come on. Uh, that's, somebody, that's after the game. Somebody had ever. I, I understand. It's but if somebody had ever asked me to, can I have your jersey? Uh-huh. Hell no. Okay. You have my jersey. All right. So let, no, let me flip it back to you. I gave you the St. John's example. So. Yes. There was footage a couple of weeks ago where uh, Tiki's beautiful little daughters were wearing jet skier for some reason in that life. But we'll let that go. Because we were at a jet skate. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the box of a Jets fan. Uh-huh. Now imagine AJ. <laughs> okay. Oh, or Chasen. It doesn't matter which one of your oldest sons, right? Mm-hmm. Both playing college football. How's Chasen's knee, by the way? He's getting better. He's, he's coming along. Rehab. Yeah, he's coming along. Okay. Both playing college football. Jason's about to. And, you know, really, really start playing. Got hurt. Yeah. And AJ had a great year of Princess, sophomore, all Ivy. Anyway, imagine when they were, I don't know, 10, 11 years old. Oh, it's daddy's last game before <laughs> daddy goes, takes the big money from NBC to go talk to prime ministers around the world. <laughs> oh, who are we playing? The then Redskins? I'm go- Who's their quarterback? I don't even know. Uh, Was it? Uh, give me a great player on the Redskins at that point. Give me anybody from that point. Yeah, anybody. Just give me a Redskins. Uh, what's his name? Our buddy from... Uh, um, from Tops, who was on it for oh, years. London Fletcher. London Fletcher. Okay, he so AJ shows up uh-huh. wearing a London Fletcher Redskins jersey. How bad is it? I couldn't remember a play. Uh, I know. Gee, help me out here, buddy. You played against him your whole life. I'm like, dude, who the hell was good on that team? I mean, can, you don't understand why Giant fans will be well, pissed at you? Uh, yeah, but... Then that's that's it. You but, answer the question. No, 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 no. But it, that would never happen. Because Be- you wouldn't allow it to. No, because I was a lifelong Giant. Joe Flacco is not a lifelong Jet. That doesn't matter. He was a raven for most of his life. Who paid him for yesterday's game? The The Dolphins or the Jets? I mean, probably. Dolphins or the Jets? (laughs) The way that he played it. Unless they paid him off. But honestly, who paid him? Dolphins or Jets? The Jets did. Okay, then show respect to to your employer. That's it. That's it. I guess. That's it. I just don't know who who I'm mad at. That's the problem. You don't have to be mad at anybody. I'm telling you who I'm mad at. You asked me. (laughs) I don't expect you to feign anger. It's not your team. You're going to the playoffs. Your life is good. When this... This happened. You talked about it on the fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, 1146, back on the Fantique Interior Show this Monday time for the Joe Beningo Monday Coleman with Tiki Interior, brought to you by Foxwoods Resort Casino, the wonder of it all, by Winters Brothers Waste Systems, conveniently rent the dumpster online at wintersbros.com, Long Island's number one choice for waste removal, wintersbros.com, by Total Orthopedics, the experts at getting you back to being you, and by Webster Bank, the official commercial bank of the New York Jets as we... Uh, uh, commiserate about the state of the Jets. And, Joe, before we start going in every direction, I'm sure, yep. did, did you have an issue with Joe Flacco's son wearing a Dolphins jersey before the game? Uh, you know, I, I we, we were just talking about this with Dolph. I, I, not particularly. I mean, I, here's how I look at it, okay? Joe Flacco's not a Jet anyway. Okay, hmm. He's a Raven. That's number one. <laughs> That's my stance. You know, if Robert, wow. Sala, if Robert Sala's son 
walked out there with a Tyreek Hill jersey on. Uh-huh. I have a major issue with that. Joe, I'm surprised at you, Joe. I'm very surprised I, I, I at you. You know what? Though? Surprised. Like, but you know what? A little disappointed, actually, Joe. Why? What do I care? I don't care about Joe Flacco. You know what I care about? I care I about the fact the that my thing. team's... I think my, I, I care about the fact my team hasn't been in the Super Bowl for 54 years. I care about the fact that the last 12 years they haven't made the playoffs. Yeah. I care that they got the worst record in football since 2016. This is what I care. I care that I don't have a quarterback. I don't know if I have a coach. I probably, it doesn't look like I have one of those. You know, this is this is what I the fact that Joe Flacco's kid loves Tyreek Hill means nothing to me. Yeah, yeah and if you, and if it was a different if it was Quentin Williams's kid, well, that's a different story. Or, or like or I said, if it was else. Robert Sala, Teak, if it was Robert Sala's kid, well, I'd be delirious. That, I mean, that would never happen. But, but, but I'm saying, the but the I would be delirious. You don't, you don't necessarily <laughs> care about Joe Flacco as right. a Jet fan. Right, I, I don't. I, I, I'm trying to think of another free agent that came in. It doesn't matter if it's it Kellen Clemens or or Brooks Bollinger. It's just a bad look. But I'm not going right. well, to believe it. Look, it's probably not a great look, but it's it's just it, I don't care. Uh, Joe, you know? by the way, Joe, it's small potatoes on the list of what's wrong yes. with the team. I, right. I just want to get your quick thought. All right, so go ahead. Uh, on that, so I'm going to run down um, obviously the most important positions of any franchise. Give me a yes or no, and then we elaborate after we hit this. GM, do the Jets have the right GM, yes or no? Uh, yes. Okay. Head coach, do they have the right head coach? Uh, I'm leaning towards no. Okay. Mm. Uh, do they have the right OC, yes or no? Uh, no. Do they have the right quarterback, yes or no? Oh, definitely not. Okay. So with more no's than yeses, where do we go from here, Joe? What's the plan? Well, I think unless you're going to tell me that you can get – look, Sean Payton, I think, is already talking to the Broncos or Mm -hmm. he was going to talk to the Broncos, whatever. Unless you tell me that I'm getting a real big – like if Sean McVay left the Rams and said – like which he's talking about and was available and said, I want to coach another team tomorrow, I'd be, you know, I'd be screaming at Woody Johnson, go get me Sean McVay. But if I don't have a, a, a real alternative, you're telling me I'm going to bring in the next hot coordinator, then I'm saying let's go with these guys one more year. That's how I feel about that. Yeah, and I think the challenge with McVay, just, just from a context standpoint, is that they have mortgaged their future to win championships for so many years that they have no flexibility. They don't have any draft picks and Nothing. they know where they can go, so right. they're stuck basically with the exact same team and it's not going to be any good, uh, which is exactly what happened with Sean Payton in, in New Orleans. They mortgaged right. the future trying to win that second championship for Drew Brees that never happened, and they just had no flexibility, right. so you got to run out a bad team. The Rams and, did win that one, though. They, they did. did win last no, year. Look, the, you give the Rams credit for doing what they – they had to do it too, by right. the way. I mean, right. they're, they're in L.A., right. brand-new market. There's complete apathy for football in yep. Los Angeles. If you don't put a winner on the field, then nobody's ever going to come. So I, I give them credit, but Sean McVay knows that their team might be bad for the next three or four years. That's why he's talking about walking away. So if that happens, yeah, then great. But the challenge is who's who, who are you getting instead of Robert Well, Sala? that's the point. That's that's exactly my point. And that's why I say, you know, I leave him for another year. Look, he's talked all along, B, about – the 49er model, okay? Mm-hmm. And he always talks about that. You know, with Shanahan, the second year, I think they went 4-12. and 12. They went to the Super Bowl in year three. He's been preaching year three, year three, year three. Okay, well, now you're going to get year three. You better get me to the playoffs. Otherwise, there's not going to be a year four. That's that's my feeling on Salah right now. Yep, yep. And by the way, that's Joe Beningo with us here on The Fan Show. Here's a situation that, that worries me. I, I threw this at Tiki really at the top of the show. All right, so let's say, and I think we all think this is going to happen, mm-hmm. Jets make a serious run at Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy's not free until right. until March 15th, okay? Okay. So, and I, by the way, the way you answer those four questions, uh, I do think that Joe Douglas is, is solid. Yeah. Uh, very worried about Salah. OC's got to go. Zach is a mess. All right, so we're pretty much in alignment there. Right, right. But if the Jets decide to keep LaFleur, 
And their main target this offseason is Garoppolo. And Garoppolo goes somewhere else. You can't go somewhere else until March 15th. And at that point, all the good veteran OCs are gone. That's a logistical problem. Yeah. I, I You know what? As bad as, as much as I don't like LaFleur, I'd almost say give him another year with a real quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he's, he, I, you know what? Bring them all back. I really feel this way, B. Bring them all back and give them this last shot. Otherwise, they're all gone. I they're got you. Gone. But what's the quarterback depth chart? Because that's an important part. Here's of the, the guy I want. I'm, I don't love Lamar Jackson. He got he's two years in a row now that he got hurt. I mm-hmm. think he's extremely overrated. He's a runner. He, uh, he's never beaten you in the pocket. He's won one playoff game. Okay. All right. And he's going to cost you your firstborn. Okay. Yeah. That's yep. that. Okay. I understand that. All right. Yep. Aaron Rodgers is never. I don't think he's ever coming to the Jets. The problem with Aaron Rodgers again, he would cost you the sun, the moon, and the stars. And you got to win with him. If you don't win, like now with him, like like going to the AFC Championship game is not enough with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I like Garoppolo a lot. I like him a lot, but he gets hurt a lot. He's a winner. He gets hurt a lot. Here's the guy I think they should go after. I think this guy's got a very good upside. I think if you get him out of where he is now and he's gone from there. And that's Derek Carr. I would take a shot with Derek Carr. He's only 32 years old. He had almost an MVP season a few years ago. He did take them to the playoffs last year. They lost a tough game in the playoffs to the Bengals last year in the first round. Mm-hmm. I'd take a shot at him, and I think there's an upside. You get him out of the Raiders, and I think you might have something with this guy. And I think he's a guy you can get pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to wait till March 15th to yeah. get, to okay. get Derek I'm Carr. I'm okay with that now if it's Derek Carr. Right. Do you think it's doable? Because I'm not fully throwing Zach in the trash yet. Can you bring, can you bring in Derek Carr and have Zach as the clear backup? I don't think so. No, I think I think I think. Well, let me ask you a question. Derek Carr is going to cut him, right? So you wouldn't have to give up anything to get him. Am I correct? Correct. Yeah. correct. Okay. Okay. Um, I, to me, Mike White's got to be signed to be the backup. That's me. Ugh. Yeah, I think I think if you sign Derek Carr, who's young enough, thirty-two, to have five or, si- five or six years under his uh, as t- under 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 in, in tenure, you can't. You're done with Zach. Yes. If you sign Derek Carr, yes. you're, you're saying would that apply to Jimmy G as well? Uh, I don't think so because Jimmy has so much of a history, injury history. Injury history. Uh, you know, you, you can almost, tell me on it's that. It's almost All like right. it's almost like yeah, Jimmy's our guy, but we better be preparing Zach right. to to take over whatever Jimmy. Is unavailable. Okay. Right. So you're not yeah. signing Jimmy G to a long term contract. By the way, you don't need to because he already signed a hundred and something million dollar contract two or three years ago. Jimmy's the perfect guy. I think Derek Carr is the guy if you're trying to replace Zach Wilson. Anyone else? I mean, I don't. I don't think there's a ton no. of other guys out there. I mean, Baker Gito Mayfield. Smith will be out. Baker be available, if, but he's going to stay with Seattle. Baker is available, but I don't love that option. Daniel yeah. Jones. He threw a terrible pick, by the way. Oh, I don't know if you yeah. saw the end of the uh, Seattle game, uh, he but he had a chance to win it. And I was, you know, I was rooting for Seattle to lose because I wanted to see the Lions make the playoffs. Me too. Me too. And, and I'm so happy they beat them. They beat the Packers. Oh, oh my God! Thank you, thank you, Detroit. That was a good stuck. one. And Lion fans have it as bad as we do. <laughs> They do. That may be worse, Joe. They haven't won a playoff game since '91. Well, let's be, they, bro. They have never been to a Super Bowl, and the last time they won an NFL title, Bobby Lane was the quarterback. Fifty-seven so or 57. 57. Yeah, fifty-seven. No, you know, you know why it's not. You know why they're not worse because they have a coach who everybody does. Yeah. yeah, they, they got a coach. Stadium. They got a lot better. Yeah, yeah they got a lot of things better than, than we do. Actually, <laughs> right. crazy as it They're sounds. also in, a, in an easier division to win. Let's be honest about it. Joe, do you think? Uh, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, right now, my Super Bowl prediction is the Niners and Buffalo. Mm, with Brock Purdy. 
Yes, with Brock because they're so loaded. I mean, I mean, it's some. I mean, who's got more than they got? They got a great defense that actually, may I add, takes the ball away. Yeah. By the way, two turn up, <laughs> bro. Two takeaways in eight games. Yeah. Did they, did they emphasize this that's, with the Jets? Well, that's part of the reason why I'm, I'm not sure about Salah. Right, well, that's why I keep course, bringing it up. I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. But but like I said, you got to give me a better alternative than that. I'll tell you, you know, this. By yeah, the way, I think yeah. the Patriots had like seven defensive touchdowns this year. Uh, I'm just pointing that out. I, so I just want to say that. Yeah, no, I hear you. By the way, Joe, I think Cincy could beat the Bills. I do. Maybe. I do. I think the Bills, I think the DeMar Hamlin thing is a big deal for them. I, I think that's going to motivate them even more here. And by the way, let me say this too. If they wind up playing the Chiefs in a championship game, okay, which I think it's ridiculous that you're playing it on a neutral field. Yeah. If you do, don't be playing it in no dome. That game's got to be outside. you got two cold-weather teams, Buffalo and that's Kansas City. Play the game in Pittsburgh. Play the game in Cleveland. Play the game in Green Bay. Don't play the game in a dome. Joe, I don't think they – I think they always go to Detroit whenever there's some sort of snow emergency. Remember, play, uh, and they're probably yeah, going inside, Joe. Play it at well, MetLife. That's ridiculous. That's, that's yeah. ridiculous. You, know, you do, can't play bring, that game. Bring it inside. here. Bring it to MetLife. Okay. That's <laughs> even here. They could do that. But I'm, but you, but to me, play the game outside. Give me a break. Joe, how much of a chance you give the Giants here, Joe? Uh, you know what I'm worried about with the Giants? Because everybody for weeks has said, you know, the Giants play Minnesota, they could beat them. The Giants play Minnesota, they could beat them. Okay? That's all I've heard. And, and I've been on the Giants all year. I've been winning with the Giants all year. My picks, I'm 7-1 with the Giants. I won with them again yesterday. Yeah. Getting to 14. But that, and I didn't see the spread yet. I don't know what's the number on Three points, game. Joe. Three. Three? That's yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I got. I like Minnesota. I, I think Minnesota is a really? team that's got. So, yeah, because it is. I'm just telling you, everybody loves the Giants. Oh, the Giants! They should have beat them the first time. Minnesota's 13 and four. They're overrated. You know, they have. They gave up more points than they've scored, and they're going to be playing that game with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, but and they, if, I think they played every week with a chip on their shoulder. They're well, just not that good. I, I understand right? that. They got an explosive I've offense. Teak. I've been on the Giants all year, yeah. but I'm telling you, this when I see stuff like that. I get very, very concerned. Mm-hmm. When everybody's on that one team like they are, and, oh, no, the Giants are beating the Vikings, of course. That scares the hell out of me. I got something for you, but this just broke real quick. So Cliff Kingsbury fired by the Cardinals. No oh, surprise. He yeah, no, 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 no surprise. No surprise right. at all. Right. And Lovey Smith's gone, right? Yeah, yeah he's gone, gone as well. Any, I don't know that he yeah, come. Four, four openings, by the way. Indy, which were on interim. Carolina, right. they were on right, interim. Right, right. Denver, they were on interim. Houston fired. Uh, Lovey Smith, and now Arizona has fired right. Cliff Kingsbury. I don't okay. know that he'd come, but if you move on from LaFleur, Kingsbury is the OC? That's not terrible. It's not? That's not, ter- that's not terrible. He's a terrible head coach. Yeah, but no, as far as the OC, yeah, no, I, I, I think he that. goes back to college, to be honest with you. Probably yeah, right. Probably. probably right. Uh, Joe. Joe, love, would you take well, – I think I know I love the answer, TCU but... tonight, by the way, with the points. Okay. What Look is at it? Joe. What's Feeling the himself with the I love the, I love the horned frogs tonight. Nice, Joe. Yes. Um, now, are you actually bet, or is that just you throwing out some useless uh, I, you know what? I, I would have bet the money line on this game, but the money line's not great. I think it's only plus 340. I got to get – you got to have more that's than that. That's pretty – plus 340's good. Eh. Oh, for a 13-point underdog? Yeah, yeah. You're not going to get a lot higher a, than plus I mean, 340, 30, Joe. You know, they're, not, they're not, they're not seven-point underdogs. They're 13. I understand what they are. Right. Joe, if I said now, they're I think I, They're definitely covering. I th- you, yeah, you know, I agree with that. Later. Definitely like cover, Teak? No question. No Teak? question. You like the cover? I love the cover. Yeah. Joe, if I said to you, all right, Joe, we're going to give the Jets the Super Bowl next year. All right? Mm-hmm. But they will not win another game the rest of your life. <laughs> that means you sit there every – and Lord willing, it's 30 more I'm years, Joe. I signed for No, it. you wouldn't. 
No, no I, I have think to. he would. I believe. No, I'm signing for it, Teak. Teak, I'm going to be 70 years old. I got to see this one more time. Stop being selfish, Joe. I, 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 I think about the kids. Selfish. Think about the kids, man. What, you know what? The kids that are coming after you. That's true. My kid. He barely remember it. He'll never see him win a game the rest of his life. I got to Teak. Come on. Are you serious? No, I'm joking with you. I knew it. I'm joking. I get it. You know what? It's okay to be selfish when yes. you've been through the hell. Yes. And he's been no, on the only, hell 20 I mean, something years more than me. freaking years without a Super Bowl. Oh, I mean, it's a God. joke. Like, I, I always tell everybody, I was 15 when they won it. Okay, I'm gonna. Be, I'm, no, I was 15 when they wanted. I'm, I'm gonna be 70, and they haven't even been there, Tiki. Wow. Oh my goodness. I mean, that, when I say it like that, that really puts it into perspective. You know what? You're right, pathetic. Joe. Because when I think about you at 15, I'm like, dude, that's impressionable. He was perfect age oh, yeah. to watch a Super Bowl as a Jet fan, oh, and, yeah. now, and now you're almost 70, and he's right. still, he still haven't gotten there again. Still haven't gotten there. But wow. by the way, it, could you imagine how many yards and touchdowns Garrett Wilson would have had this year if he actually had a quarterback? Yeah, he yeah. is awesome. Awesome. He's oh a my great God. player. I got the jersey. I got Garrett. Oh, nice. Good. That's a good one. Good I had to get Garrett. You get I will. Source, source will be next year. But pick, right now, I got right Garrett. Wilson. You picked yeah. the right well, Wilson. Wow. I mean, is there any? <laughs> <laughs> he picked the right Wilson. And Joe, real fast. Did Some you people see? bought Zach Wilson jerseys. I mean, no. We have well, one. You can't buy quarter. You can't one. get quarterbacks we until they do one. something for you. You can't get a quarterback jersey until they sign their second contract. Right. At least. That's fact. Right. like you had a Darnold one. No, 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 no. we do. The last quarterback jersey. I have is Pennington. So go ahead. That long? Yeah. All right, Joe. Real fast. Did you see that the Jets hiked up the season ticket price? Some in some spots up to thirty percent for next year. How could they do that? I don't know. How do, how do you, I mean, you know, you, you've given us nothing forever. You got 12 years without a, forget even the 54, 12 without a playoff. It's not even close. I don't even know who's got the next longest streak. I think the Jaguars did. That's gone. I don't know who the team was after that. Whatever. I mean, and, and, and how, do you, how, how do they have the you-know-whats to, to jack the prices yeah. Did not read the room. That's unfair. I mean, that's you got to be kidding me. I hear you. Oh, my God. All right, Joe. Another happy recap, And by the way, buddy. the first-round pick has got to be an offensive lineman. And I don't care. I don't care if it's a center, a guard, a tackle. I don't care. The number one draft, no, they pick 13th, I think. Yes. Has to be an offensive lineman. I don't think you're wrong. Uh, if there's some great linebacker I'm missing, maybe. Yeah. But this is yeah. our fate. Here it is. The day. After the season ends, we're talking draft. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. pathetic. By the way, that was a terrible call on, Quin on Quincy Williams on a horse collar yesterday. Come I on. agree with that. That but was I don't care. not a horse collar Someone, tackle. Who cares? Whatever. I'm just saying. I just right. no, I didn't go crazy. Yeah, I'm not, you know, it. but I had to throw that in there. <laughs> all right, Joe. All right, dude. We'll talk to you next week. Love you, man. All right, guys. All the love. Be there good. You go. Joe, be in the house. Update coming from Bogus right here on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.